I am that I am, Adamus of sovereign domain and high energy today. <laughs> Welcome, Shambra. Tough group today. I am Adamus of sovereign domain, but I had to bring in reinforcements today. Archangel Michael. All right. Oh, you're not satisfied with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because we're not going to let you leave today without a shift. Shift, I said, Linda. Shift. <laughs> I can read her mind. Why? Because you want one. And how are we going to do it? The easy way, I hope. I hope. Why not? We're here today for a celebration. We're here today for some laughter and insights and I understand food, song, a day of celebration. Oh, much to celebrate. We'll get into that in just a moment, but I have to look over this fine, fine group of humans today. Hmm? Hi. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Fine group of Chambra. Ha. You're an interesting group. <laughs> Almost seven billion humans on this planet. That's a lot. That's a lot. Seven billion humans clogging up the <laughs> energies of this planet. <laughs> Pathway for Adamas. And yet, less than, oh, I would say about 150 million that have any concept of awakening, any, any real crash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm blind. I'm like Tobias. I can't see. <laughs> Hundred and fifty million or so. <laughs> we even have a clue, a clue of awakening. Maybe a less than a million humans on this planet who have chosen enlightenment. We even have a clue what enlightenment is. Oh, a lot of humans think they want to go to heaven. They're actually afraid of going to hell. A lot of humans just want to have a little better human life. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pathway for Adamas. <laughs> you thought I was just hugging you, big guy. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> but you, my dear friends, ah, I can escape. Ah. The archangels <laughs> out there. Less than <laughs> you, my dear Shambra. Enlightenment. You've asked for enlightenment. You want it in this lifetime more than you want to breathe air. Let's try it. You can't breathe. You, more than air. Enlightenment. No breathing, just enlightenment. 
I can wait a long time. <laughs> These are the lungs of a smoker, but the wisdom of an ascended master. <sighs> Enlightenment. Why? Linda, microphone, please. My Why okay. enlightenment? Why enlightenment? Not, not, not what is enlightenment, but why? Why I, do you am choose? Am I volunteering people? Would you write on the board, my dear? Am I volunteering people? Uh, yes, as always. Why enlightenment? Uh, uh, before you answer, I am here to work with you, support you, love you, encourage you, push you over the cliff to enlightenment. <laughs> It's why you're here, why I'm here. Enlightenment. Why? Why? You could, you could just pretend that it's not there. You could wait another lifetime. Why? My gorgeous dear, why? Better camera view. I don't have a um – uh, would you stand up? I don't have a mental. Would you talk like you really I mean would. It? I don't have a mental explanation. Yes. I have a. I don't want to call it a drive, but it's just a core. It's just Where is what it? I'm doing. Where is it? We'll Not any it. particular place. <laughs> it's just a passion, and beyond that word, there are no words. Yes. It's just a knowingness that that's. Where I'm Does going. your mind ever question this whole enlightenment thing that oh, you're doing? Oh, heavens no. That doesn't <laughs> – never comes – of course. <laughs> <laughs> Even Andra was going to turn and stare you down. Like. Uh, of course. Yes. So you say this enlightenment that you seek is greater than the mind itself? Absolutely. Good. What if? We could extract that enlightenment, take it away from you, put it in a vault uh, for some other lifetime. What then? What would you feel, think, do? What then? Where would you be without this passion of enlightenment? I can't conceive of it. Good. Excellent. But you're telling me that you really can't define it either. It's just yeah. there. It's a passion. Huge. It just is. It just is. It's been there. I don't, can't tell you mentally when it began. I began with a very odd lifetime, knowing there was something more. Yes. And, and how has lifetime gone since then? Oh, it's so bizarre. I cannot <laughs> tell you. <laughs> so, so how would you define this for our board? Why enlightenment? It just is? Why enlightenment? It's just the only way I'm going. It's the only path. It's the only thing I know or want at this moment in time. Can you feel it? Right? I can feel it coming from you. Can you feel it coming from you? I can. Good. Yes, I can. Good. I mean, I am that I am. <laughs> no! No! You started it. But when you say, I am that I am, it should shake the bricks off that <laughs> fireplace. It should, it should cause the hair to rise on Shumber's arms or legs or wherever. It should, <laughs> it should have such passion, like the passion you just expressed. How does that go now? I am that I am.
How does it go? What's interesting you should say that because you know, I always say that. <laughs> I am that I am. That's my line. And you often say it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to shake the rafters. It doesn't have no, to be I say it loud. It doesn't have to be loud. Right. All right. right. Good. Let's do it. <clears throat> I am that I am. That's pretty good. Good feeling. Good feeling. Good. How about for them now? <clears throat> I am that I am. A little shaky. Yeah, I know. Let's try What's that again. <laughs> They're staring at me. <laughs> there, yes. Would you please close your eyes? <laughs> I am that I am. No? <laughs> I didn't say a word. <laughs> I saw you. All right. All right. Norma? <laughs> okay. I am that I am. Much more balanced. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. May I go now? <laughs> you go now. Namaste. Yes, right outside, around the corner. It's that funny little building. Yes, you can go now. <laughs> or did you already? Oh. <laughs> Enlightenment. Why? 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 Go ahead and stand up, please. Thank you. You don't know why? I'm. I just feel it inside. Yeah. I, there's no words. It's no words. It's just a feeling. So, and but it's is gone. it important to you? Yes. Uh, is there anything more important? At this moment, no. No. But you can't put it in words. Interesting, no. interesting. If, if you were forced to describe even the feeling of it, what would that be? Uh, the feeling of this enlightenment. Uh, longing? Yes. Lo I don't mean to say your word for it. Excitement. Excitement. Longing. Uh, passion. Passion. Uh, ooh, 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 that's a good bump. word. Yes. <laughs> uh, by the way, the first one was it just is for the first for Elizabeth, and now uh, can't put it in words. Ooh, uh, if you can. That's a good one. That's a good one. No, I like actually. I do like that. Can you do it? It's the goosebumps I get when I say it. Yes. And I got it now. Exactly. Like, How did you say it before? Ooh. Uh. Ooh. Yeah. Can you do it right here in this camera for all the world to behold? The ooh ah. Ooh ah. Yeah. How about we all do it? Ooh ah. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Oh, oh. I'm on fire. Thank you. I don't want that thing. <laughs> Enlightenment. Why? 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 Why not? Oh. That's, it. That's a good reason why not. You've tried everything else. You might as well try enlightenment. <laughs> you have a passion for it? It's all that matters. There's, there is nothing else. There is nothing else. There is nothing else. Good. I'll trade you $1,000 right here, right now. Linda will write you a check for your enlightenment. Yeah, bull. No? <laughs> I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take it? No. You wouldn't take it. it would would you give me 
a thousand dollars for your enlightenment? If I had it. <laughs> she spent it on all our events. She doesn't have any money left I, in a year. I so smell right. a dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> this is more important than anything. Why not anyway? Uh, you know, just for a mere one thousand dollars, price is going up. One thousand dollars, you could have it, but you don't. You don't have a thousand dollars. Not on me. Uh, I didn't bring it on purpose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but enlightenment is important. Absolutely. Maybe next lifetime you'll bring a thousand dollars to Maybe. the class. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you. Enlightenment. Do you have a thousand dollars? Don't listen bank? to him. In the bank. I, uh, Banks are all going to collapse. What the hell is it doing there? <laughs> Joking. Do not. <laughs> Enlightenment. Why? 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 As said before, it's a passion. Passion? But why? Do, do you like thrill-seeking? Have you ever done skydiving? No. No? What, what's the scariest thing you've done? Walked high iron. Did what? Walked high iron, iron worker. That, that's pretty scary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, would enlightenment be the next thrill, the next uh, high wire act? I see a thrill in it, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, and and what, what does your mind tell you about this enlightenment? That's the problem, is I stay in my mind. I need to get out of my mind. Oh, oh well, you've come to the right place on yes, the right day. The only thing you're lacking is $1,000. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Brian. Yes, the mind. Mm. Enlightenment. Why, why, why? Why? Just because we have some strange answers here. Nothing else matters. Uh, how would you want to define yours for the board? Uh, any other words for it? Uh, the thrill. Good. Thrill of enlightenment. Wow. Good. Next. Be nice. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. <laughs> I'm I just... always nice. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Enlightenment. Why? You have a great big smile today. Yes, you're here amongst <laughs> friends. You're here in this classroom of living ascension. Enlightenment. And for, of the path, of the path. Yes. It's the end of the road. It's just closing. It's the road you're on. Yeah. Yes. No other roads. This, well, in this lifetime. Yes. But, but there are some other roads. I, I can show you the way. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> have to be enlightenment. But enlightenment, what, what does it feel like within you? Just. I'm going to eat while you're thinking about okay. this. Okay. A coffee delight, maybe. Coffee here. Go ahead. Enlightenment. It's total fulfillment. Oh! What? Enjoy. Enlightenment. <laughs> Fun, enjoyment. Fun, enjoyment. Just complete. Complete. Fulfillment, realization. I don't know. It's just be. Big. Just yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, do you ever doubt um, 
this whole thing about enlightenment, do you ever think uh, how silly it all is? No. No? No, just the way to get there is the, the way silly to, part. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good. So uh, we still have another uh, – how would you define I don't know? Or I'm just stuck on this path. That's a good one. No, I was no, no, driving along. Just, my car just... broke down. Tires went flat. Now I'm stuck on this path. No, 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 not stuck. No, not, not stuck. stuck. No, no, no. It's just the end of the path. I mean, when you get to where you're going, I mean, it's just the end of the road. When you finally get. It's just where you're going. Home. It's yeah. just where you're going. I think. So. Okay. Just, just where I happen to be going. End of the road. A little, a little road trip. To enlightenment. <laughs> you notice we're not getting very far today. Archangel Michael wants to come in and talk, and we have a lot to discuss here. Oh my, time is running out. Uh, two more. Enlightenment. Enlightenment. Why? You could be doing something else. You could be, you could be laying on the beach somewhere. You could, you could uh, be doing anything. Why enlightenment? You could be a minister in a church. You'd make a good minister in a church. But I would never feel so never, loved. Never feel loved? If I were a minister, I would never feel the love of my soul so deeply. Well, we're making progress. Good, good. And there's no money that can buy it? There is. There's a thousand dollars. <laughs> You're skeptics, but and no one can give it to me. Well, maybe. But uh... I can receive it. Oh, good, good, perfect setup. Why haven't you? I have. Ah, oh, good, good. good. You are enlightened. Yes. Completely, fully, to your satisfaction. No. <laughs> Good. But, but it's one breath away, and there is a breath. For a thousand dollars, I'll no, show you. Nah, you can't do it. It's my choice, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Archangel Michael, I'm going to need some help over here. Got he, a tough he, one. He's on my shoulder. You stand behind him. I'll push him. <laughs> Good. Good. And, but enlightenment, why? Why? Well, uh, it's what keeps me here on the planet. This is where, it's what keeps me alive. Passion. There is nothing else that would have kept me alive. Uh, good. Nothing. Hmm. I feel that. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Mm. And one more. Thank you. Okay. Enlightenment. Why, why, why? Linda's running. Why? I knew you were going to come for me. <laughs> Stand up, please. <sighs> because it's time. I like that. It's mm -hmm. time. You have a silent applause, a golf clap <laughs> behind you. <laughs> because it's time. Good. Yeah. Well, but why? Because it's been long enough. Doing? Uh, you know, the question, who am I? Right, right, right. Experiencing that. Yes. Finding who I am yes. and who I am not. Yes. 
And it's just freaking time. It's just freaking time. <laughs> Thank you. And th this group is so wonderful when, when I think in terms of T-shirts and bumper stickers. It's just freaking time. Enlightenment. It's just freaking time. It's beautiful. You shake up some people at the shopping mall. You know. Good. Thank you. Enlightenment. That's why I'm here. Why you're here. I'm done. Enlightenment. It's a feeling. Difficult to describe. Difficult to put in words. Why? Because it's really not a mental thing, and, it, and it's not a goal, and it's not just the next human adventure, and it's not just to uh, entertain yourself. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Uh, it's not just uh, to take up time. Enlightenment is something that is the uh, fire within you, a passion within you, a desire. And the interesting thing about enlightenment, it didn't come from the human mind. That's why it's difficult to describe. It wasn't uh, something you thought up here, hey, I'm going to try enlightenment. Why not? Uh, it, it's something that came from here and here and everywhere. And the mind is still trying to understand it, define it, push it away maybe, wonder how serious you are about it. But the enlightenment is a natural, natural part of yourself, uh, the, the answer to the question, who am I? Enlightenment, as I've said so many times, is going to happen anyway. It's natural. Sooner or later, probably later, the rest of the uh, humans on Earth are going to go through an awakening when they're ready, in their appropriate time. For some reason, you, my dear friends, have chosen it now, and it's happening. It's happening every day. Difficult sometimes to get through it, because there is not a book, a valid book on enlightenment, and there almost cannot be. There can be stories of people and their lives and their identities who have gone through this or into it. But it's not a step-by-step -step process. One cannot say, here is how you become enlightened. One can tell stories, and others who read those stories can feel into that passion, into the human tragedy portion, in, into the eventual melding and integration. But enlightenment is a natural process that is happening. I bring this up today because today is a celebration, a true celebration in many ways. And today the title of my talk is Crossing the Atlantean Line. Crossing the Atlantean Line. I've heard a, talk, a lot of talk in this year of 2013 about the Mayans and the Mayan calendar. Uh, very true, by the way, uh, up to a point. Uh, up to a point of human commercialism, drama, and everything else. But uh, there were cycles in the Mayan calendar, but, but there were also cycles of the Atlantean imagination. It wasn't so much a calendar, it was a projection or an understanding of cycles. The Atlanteans, of whom all of you were, 
The Atlanteans, particularly in the temples of Tien, understood there would be thirteen cycles that would occur. It doesn't matter how long they were because they, these weren't calendar cycles. You can't pin it down to yours, but thirteen cycles of human development, uh, of, of spiritual development that would occur on the planet, the last being crossing the line <coughs> of the Atlantean mental consciousness. No coincidence that you're in your thirteenth year as Shambra. No coincidence that if you add up the month and the year, you come up with a thirteen. Thirteen is a very, very sacred number. I know a lot of people are afraid of thirteen. A lot of buildings around the world do not have a thirteenth floor. It's like we're going to pretend it's not there. In a way, it's kind of appropriate because 13 is also called the invisible sacred uh, power number. Power is not quite the right word, but the potential number. 13, uh, if you take a look at uh, the apostles, 12 apostles plus Yeshua, 13. How many nights at the round table? How many nights at the round table? Twelve plus Arthur is thirteen. Friday the thirteenth, that scary number. Actually, it wasn't at all. It was a sacred number until someone, some organization, <laughs> suddenly went on a witch hunt on Friday the thirteenth, uh, killing many, many who were into the mystery schools, parts of the Knights Templar parts of the work that so many of you did. But thirteen, very, very sacred, interesting number of shift, of shift. So it is a month, day, time of celebration here, going beyond this Atlantean line. That's why it was difficult for you to really verbalize what this thing is, this enlightenment, difficult to verbalize what it is. <laughs> it's not a bar mitzvah. <laughs> Thank you. Thirteen is the bar mitzvah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Growing up. You're absolutely correct. So uh, let, let's, let's, have, let's have a ceremony. Let's do a Later. <laughs> mirab, mirab, mirab. That's all you want now. How about a lecture? <laughs> How about <laughs> mirab? All they want is mirabs. I, I can leave. You take over. You do mirabs. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll have thirteen of them by the time we're done. Let's do a celebration now. In order to do this, uh, dear Linda, I. I feel like um, I'm not dressed appropriately, so please, yes. I feel like I'm dressed like a, a bad tourist. <laughs> so I've asked Linda to get uh, more appropriate clothing for the occasion. Yes, yes. Let's do a, a celebration. It's a, it's a combination of things. Uh, it's a this is kind of like a marker or a milestone, crossing the Atlantean line, going into something new, 
making a huge shift right now, an absolute shift. So, yes, a little bit more appropriate now. If I just had high boots and the appropriate pants and a ruffled shirt uh, to go with it, and a crown. Yes, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, please. Oh wait, and a crown. <laughs> I was looking dignified here. That's not so bad. Back here. Oh. <laughs> I'm not worried about my <clears throat> manliness. Good. So good. Excellent. Excellent. Now, next step. I understand there's a presentation ceremony today. So uh, please let let us present. Absolutely. Wow. So, would you um, like to explain a little bit? Well, wow. the wood is a beautiful sapeli wood from Africa, and if you look at it, it shows different aspects of itself wow. while being itself at the same time. We call this a speaker stand. Speaker stand for the grand speakers. Mm, beautiful. And here you can, of course, adorn it with whatever you want. And I understand you have a logo to put here. Coming up. Yes. 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 Beautiful. Thank uh, you. A true artisan you are. Ah, thank yes. you. And a master. Thank yes. you. I have to ask here. Did you, did you do this? Uh, a little help. Uh, or my friend uh, Michael. Well, the two of us are able to do this. He doesn't have the same sensitivity to band saws and mm -hmm. jointers mm -hmm. and table saws that you have. He's good at a sword, though. He's very good at a sword. But here today, he lays the sword down in honor of you. God, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Ah, so. Beautiful. Wow. I feel like I'm in church. Ah. Uh. Beautiful. Yes. Now, now I feel at home. Yes. Mm. So now uh, we can continue with our ceremony. Yes. The crossing the Atlantean line. Let's take a deep breath together. Crossing the Atlantean line, moving into the realization of enlightenment. Really enjoying this lectern hmm, so much. Hmm. Dear Chambra, I feel like I'm at a commencement address. Huh? Dear Chambra, the journey began for all of us, all of us, in the temples of Tien in Atlantis. In the temples of Tien, we brought ourselves together. We envisioned a time just like this, thirteen cycles later, 
time of change and a time of evolution for all of us. It began there. We did not know what twists and turns would occur on the path. We had no idea, no concept of the hardships and the challenges, the tears and the laughter. We could not even possibly imagine at that point how there would be days and lifetimes that we would become completely lost, completely filled with loss of hope, loss of vision, loss of identity. But we imagined back in the temples of Tien a time that would come that we could speak the word enlightenment, where we could accept it within ourselves, where we could literally bring that consciousness into this reality, a reality that we knew would be dense and harsh, a reality that would almost try to drive it from us, but with a deep passion that we all brought in back in Atlantis. We knew that it would sustain, and we knew that it would blossom here on Earth. Atlantis was a time of mental, the development of the mind, the standardizing of ourselves as human beings on this planet that we love so much. It was a time to think, it was a time to structure, it was a time to design, and that we did. We designed the entire template of the human that we now see on the planet. But in Atlantis we also envisioned a time where we would step over that line of the mental, the mental that kept us in place, held us together, brought us together, allowed us to see our world through mental and human eyes. But we said to ourselves, there will come a time when we cross that line, when we go beyond the mental era, when we go into the next era of new energy. And here we are. And here we are today. After Atlantis, we came back from underneath the ground where we live for protection, but also symbolic of our own inner look, going to the inner vision, connecting with our souls and our divine that would have been difficult to do while still being engaged in all the activities of the outside or the upper world. And from there we went into the times of Egypt, coming up literally from the ground into what are the temples, the pyramids all over the world. We emerged. So many of you in the times of Egypt, in the great pyramids, in the king's chamber, breathing in our divinity, breathing in the potentials for this era of humanity. Later, joining together in body or in spirit in the time of Yeshua as the scenes, as the ones bringing in the mysteries into this planet, and the one heralding in what many thought would be the beginning of a new time and a new age, but all of you knew that it had already begun. Walking with the great Master, Yeshua, 
lands of Israel, bringing in those energies, seeding this earth with the Christ energy, the Christos energy. Not to forget the times of Tobias. Yes, Tobias. Dear Tobias, when so many of you were in those times as well, Tobias Sr., also called Tobit, Tobias, Tobias Jr., Sarah, Archangel Raphael. A beautiful story, and a time when, again, we were all together, all brought together for this purpose of realizing what we had imagined back in the Atlantean temples. And then on to the mystery schools. Ah, the mystery schools. All throughout Europe, a place of fun and study, a place of really understanding how to bring in the divine. But, as you know, the world wasn't quite ready at that time. The mystery schools were like islands, like islands, unto themselves, uh, very much celebration. But the moment you, we walked into the outside world, it was a shock. It was traumatic, going from the beautiful energies into the mystery school, into the very, very dense, dense consciousness of the human world. And now, this time, thirteen years ago, the true energy of Shambra started to manifest. Over the years, many of you brought together this, this new call of Archangel Gabriel, this new call to come together, saying, It is time for your enlightenment. It is time. That call that has brought us together month after month over these years, a call that has brought up something within you, given you the courage, given you the hope for your own enlightenment. Not for the world, not for your family, not for anyone except you. It's given you the potential brought to this earth to be in your enlightenment. On this day, we go beyond. We cross over the Atlantean line, cross over out of the mental, the mental that you've been in, been almost trapped in, We've talked about it so often during our gatherings, but today we can say that the energies are right. They're here for you to go beyond, beyond. This beautiful lectern is more than something I'm going to lean on and pound on in the months and few years to come. It's more than just a piece of furniture more than just the wood. This lectern – and I hope all of you will will touch it today before you leave – this lectern is truly a, a symbol, a symbol of where all of us are. It's the symbol of your wisdom. This wasn't given to me. This was given to you. It's a symbol of your wisdom. 
It's a symbol of what you have to offer to others as teachers of spiritual energies. It's a symbol of everything that you've learned, we've said together over these last thirteen years. It's a symbol of enlightenment. It's a symbol of you, you taking your rightful place at your lectern, each and every one of you, not sitting in the audience metaphorically, but being at your own lectern, speaking in your own voice. Well, the audience might be nobody but you, or an audience that could fill grand halls. This is a symbol of the journey, how far we've come since the temples of Tien and Atlantis, how far you've come in just thirteen years. I know it seems like a long time. Sometimes thirteen years, thirteen years de- dedicating your life, and, and more, but thirteen years as the Chambra energy. But when you consider how far back the Atlantean times were, times of Tobias, Yeshua, even the mystery schools, thirteen years is a very short time indeed. So, the only thing we're missing is champagne. But I understand there will be a little <clears throat> indulging later on today. So, dear Shambra, let's take a deep breath for the symbol of your wisdom, of your teachings, of your journey, the lectern, whatever you want to call it, speaker stand, podium. That represents your wisdom. Ah, deep breath. Good, good. Now, the Atlantean, the Atlantean line that I'm talking about is the mental, and it's perhaps the biggest challenge that any of you have right now. Calder's telling me I'm running out of time. I have seven minutes to make my amazing statements. The Atlantean line is mental. Perhaps uh, I would say the biggest dynamic. Yes, we'll go together. Yes, please. I'll, I'll escort you. Uh, the biggest. The biggest dynamic going on in – where are we going? I don't know where you're going. I'm going to the restroom. Oh, so am I. That's exactly where I was going. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'll help you along the path. That's one of the things about enlightenment, you know. Yeah, walk along the path, yeah. And uh, which stall do you want? Do you want the, le- you want the, you want the left or the right? I'll- the girls can use the inside, and the guys got to use the outside part. Oh, no, I'll just come in here with you. No, no, no. This is fine. This is fine. Yes. Uh, hang on a second. And we have to get our picture taken. Yes. Uh, you know, I feel like I have my dress on today also. I, how, do, how do I lift this thing to go? Oh, well, okay. Good luck. Good luck. If you need help, just call. <laughs> just trying to help. Are you doing all right in there? That will teach you all not to go tinkle during the talk. <laughs> yeah, if you feel so moved, hold it. <laughs> so where were we? We are talking about the, the biggest shift taking place right now, of all, for you. Biggest shift. Actually, it's perhaps the biggest planetary shift right now, but the biggest shift that you are going through. 
you're going through a shift back there? <laughs> the biggest shift that you're going through is freedom. It's what if, if you summarize everything that the planet is going through right now, all the strife and turmoil and everything else, it's all about freedom. All about freedom. And we've talked about this. I've irritated some of you before because I said I wasn't really sure humans are ready for freedom. Really. They've gotten used to not having it. They've gotten complacent. They've allowed somebody to kind of take care of them, and then they've got used to complaining about it. But what's happening right now, if you take a look at some of the wars, some of the, the things happening on this planet, the real strife, it's about freedom. And there's still a huge question, are humans ready for freedom? Yes, Pollyanna, it'd be nice to say absolutely humans are beautiful, wonderful beings, but they're still in the Atlantean mental consciousness. A consciousness that's been programmed, that's been uh, trained to not have freedom, to think they have freedom, pretend they have freedom, but actually not have it. You, with your passion for enlightenment, with your passion for sovereignty, you are going through a shift into freedom, into true freedom, sovereignty. The I am, not dependent on any other beings, not caught in the workings of mass consciousness. That's a difficult one. Setting yourself free of, of spiritual families, your angelic families. Setting yourself free of your biological family. God love them. Leave them. Uh, the Leave them in terms of your own freedom, so you're not tied into the ancestral karma, the ancestral biology. Love them for the I am, for the God within, but not just because they're your family. Freedom of your own expression, for your own expression. Freedom from the mind. Now, It's not to say that the mind doesn't have a place, but actually, if you really feel into it, the mind doesn't want the place it's been in any longer. It really doesn't. It's the thing that makes you kind of the thing that makes you doubt. Actually, your mind really doesn't make you doubt, but the mind processes all of the consciousness about doubt. You, it's you that are doubting yourself, but the mind then goes to work in service to you, processing all of it, com- coming up with remembrances of the past, times when you've been hurt, times when you've been thrown to the lions and the wolves and everything else. So the mind is kind of a um, cooperator in this whole thing. We come to this point here of freedom today, right now, in, in this room with all the Chambra from all around the world. And I pose a question to you once again, are you Individually, uh, don't answer right away. Feel into it because there's some fine print. <laughs> Are you ready for this shift into freedom? The fine print is well, you'll have freedom, you'll have sovereignty. But when you shift into freedom, you release the attachments and all the things that have kept you in a type of prison or away from freedom. Now you say, well, isn't that a good thing? I don't know. 
I don't know, because what are the things that you're still holding on to? Money or your old concepts of money? Friends and family? Afraid of being alone in the world? Sovereignty is being alone, by the way. But many of you are afraid. Oh, I like this. This is so good. <laughs> Sovereign. <laughs> it doesn't cover this. Yeah. Great shots, though, for crash. Uh, yes. The, did, did you try jumping up and down on it to make sure it's sturdy? Yes. You called it a speaker stand. I'm not standing on it yet. Legs, <laughs> <laughs> you going up? <laughs> so, are you ready for this freedom? Because it will mean letting go of attachments on a wide variety of things. What if you lost your job tomorrow? Ah, what did I do wrong? You're going to say, "No, it's freedom. It is. It is truly freedom. Relationships, everything else. We won't go into that because I don't want to depress you, but uh, the." It's, it's releasing into your sovereignty, into your freedom. But the thing that we're really going to take a look at today is the freedom beyond the mind. Freedom beyond the mind. Again, the mind has limited your ability to see the potentials, and the potentials are grand. In our next series, starting in, our, starting in October – maybe some reinforcement – our next series, starting in October, will be about potentials. Oh, hmm. uh, we'll title it the, the New Potentials or something more clever than that. The, <laughs> the mind has been keeping you. You have, a, you have allowed the mind to keep you from seeing potentials. Therefore, you really haven't been free. The potentials that are beyond the mind are phenomenal, breathtaking, exciting, but they are so quantum, quantumly different than the way you've been thinking up until now. So quantumly different. It is almost uh, without uh, being able to explain it right now. The potentials that are coming up for you to realize, that are in your life – they're coming from me, they're coming from you – back <laughs> – the potentials uh, are beyond the mind. Uh, things that you would consider yourself crazy to even imagine right now. Say, that's just crazy. Uh, that's just absolutely crazy. But actually, it's not. But there will be shifts in your life. There will be shifts. I want to talk about shifts for a moment. We had a very high energy conference uh, at our recent Dreamwalker Life. Very high. It was, it was the epitome. It was beautiful. It, you rocked. I came in the first morning. <laughs> and said, the energies are already moving, they're already flowing. And I said, they're going to continue. You're going to bring them to new levels. You're going to bring them to amazing new levels, but – and nobody heard the but. Hmm. Maybe I forgot to say it. <laughs> but 
I did say, when you go back to your life, back to your old identity, your house, your car, your job and everything else, it's going to be difficult for a period of time, a little period of time. Why? Because you're going through a quantum shift. Nothing is as it was and as it was when you left. And what we experienced at Dreamwalker Life up in the mountains is tiny compared to what you're going to be experiencing in the next few years. Tiny in terms of what was really happening. So, my dear friends, how do you how do you shift? How do you go through that? How do you keep it from uh, totally crushing you? Well, first of all, you realize it's not going to crush you. Secondly, you realize that you are going to have effects. You're going to feel them in your body because your body is changing drastically right now. You're going to have changes in your lifestyle. When you go through a shift like that, it's rough and bumpy at first. You're going to find out, you are, will find out, if you were in need of rest, getting away from others. The mind creates activities to justify itself, to keep itself busy. And so many of you busy all the time, activity after activity, project after project, and not really along the paths of enlightenment, just to keep yourself busy. When you go through a big shift, things will happen. It might put you down. You might get ill. You might, uh, you might go out of your mind crazy, uh, truly. And one of your Shambhur friends did. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. Don't, don't feel bad. Dear Joe, dear Joe needed that quiet time, needed the time to go out of his mind. Right now, while we are talking about going beyond the mind, it actually has a beautiful residual effect for Joe, because Joe is going out of his mind for all of you, in a way. He's doing it for himself, but it has an effect on you. Your feeling into this right now is helping him. I, I bring up this point. I'm going to have to bring it up again later to remind you. We're going to go through – you have been going through shifts, but we're going to be going through quantum shifts this next series and, and beyond. Allow these shifts to occur in your life when something happens. Don't get into the panic of thinking what you've done wrong. Don't, don't. There, you cannot do wrong in enlightenment. As a matter of fact, you can't even go back. You can't. You, you can't say, I'm not so sure about this enlightenment. I'm going to go back. You can't <laughs> at, at all. You cannot either do wrong in enlightenment. So let's take a deep breath with that. Many of you went through huge shifts over the last few weeks of time, huge shifts, and you went through them rather gracefully. You, you allowed these changes. You listened to yourself when, when you felt tired. You, uh, you slept. You did the things you should. You did breathing when you started to get in trouble – in other words, too much mental activity. You imagined Andra. Some of you went to Andra. A lot of you went to Andhra. <laughs> These shifts are going to continue to happen. In order to really understand the, the, the shifts, what's happening, it's important to understand the relationship between 
what we would call the human self, the body of consciousness, and your soul, your divine. Imagine for a moment a brilliant book. <laughs> this book contains several different elements – paper, 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 which comes generally from trees. Paper. And, and if you really look at the paper, there are – if you look at it closely, there are fibers in here. Uh, they're made up of a lot of fibers that have been pressed together to create paper. There's ink on the, on the pages – ink on the pages that form words. They're just funny little squiggles, but when you read it, it means a lot. And there is glue that holds it together. Kind of in a rough analogy, this is like your human self. Uh, you're the ink. You're the words on the paper. You're the story that's being written on the paper. Paper, you could say, would be your spirit, your essence. And the glue, the glue is the, the energy and the consciousness that keeps it all together. So the words are separate from the paper up, up to a point. They're on the paper, but they're separate. And in a way, that's how you view yourself. You're not the paper. You're the words. You're the ink on the page. And the paper has been separate, and the glue not always even aware of it. What happens in understanding the relationship of all of these elements is suddenly there's really not a paper anymore. There's really not an ink. They start melding together. Even the fibers in the paper itself no longer are just held in place as fibers. They start moving, changing, uh, melding together, creating a whole different type of fiber to the point where there is really no separation between the paper, the words, the ink, the glue. That's what's happening. You're not – you're no longer just the human. You've gone – you've crossed over the Atlantean line of the mind. There's no longer this distinction or separation between spirit, human, mental, or any of the energy, any of these things. It melds together. That's, that is the transformation process that each and every one of you are going through. There are shifts that take place that are going to feel at times like bumps on the road or crashes on the road, and they're not. They're not. Where we go from here is into quantum potentials, quantum changes beyond the mind. You will feel at times like you're going crazy. There are times when your mind will shut down or just become um, – will disengage itself. Or, or times even when your body feels like it's going through tremendous pain or upheaval. There's going to be times, at times, even when you feel like you're just going to die, but actually you're really just coming to life. So let's take a deep breath. How do we do shifts? Take a deep breath. It always helps. Helps quiet the mind, helps bring in some energies, helps facilitate the shifts that you're going through. You could also do a mirab. So why not do one right now? Yay. Let's do 
Emirab of crossing the Atlantean line, the mental line. In, in this Mirab with Yoham, simply be, simply allow. Mirab is really allowing. Allow. No forcing. That's one of the quantum, quantum changes that we're going to be discussing. No forcing anymore. Can, can you imagine, before the music plays, can you imagine this new potential where you just don't even have to try anymore? No trying? Uh, trying is a mental energy where you don't have to force anything. You don't have to force a shift with the mirab. It simply does it. Why? Because you imagined it. You brought it in. Where we're going with this, there's no figuring out any of it. There's no figuring it out. You can't. You don't want to. Figuring things out is very mental, and it's actually going to be uncomfortable to try to figure things out. It's going to be uncomfortable <laughs> to not figure things out also, because people are going to ask you questions. They're going to come up to you and say, why enlightenment? And you're not going to be able to figure it out. You're not going to have the answer. And for a brief moment you're going to feel stupid, like, ah, that's all I do is enlightenment. I can't even answer the question on the somebody on the street. And then suddenly, because your mind is no longer limiting you or controlling the, the thought, suddenly you'll just get it. And it won't come from the mind, but you'll get it. And when they ask that question, why enlightenment, and you're stuck for words, you're just going to do this. You're just going to touch him on the shoulder or on the face or anywhere. They're going to get it. Not a word needs to be said. Whew, right into them. Ah, that's, that's where we're going, Shambra. That's where we're going. It's not magic. Not magic at all. Matter of fact, I have to laugh. <laughs> there are no secrets. There are no mysteries. There is no magic. This is the natural state of being. Natural state of being. Everything else has been unnatural. So let's do a mirab crossing the Atlantean line, moving beyond just the mind. Oh, bring the mind with you, because it's going to change, just like the relationship between the ink and the paper and the glue changes. The relationship with the mind changes. You don't have to figure it out anymore, thank God. You don't have to work at it anymore. So, Mirab, a few minutes of beautiful music. Would you like me to sing with you this time? <laughs> a few minutes of beautiful music and just allowing. Allowing. It's a word that we're going to come back to again and again. Allowing. I'm going to do a special quantum allowing experience, not a workshop an experience for those who want intense five days of intense allowing coming up early next year. And we'll be talking about allowing often. That's what it's about. That's what it is about. Freedom is allowing. Allowing is freedom. So with the music, with the mirab, the shift, a shift, a graceful shift. I don't want to catch any of you thinking your way through this. 
And if the music is playing and you're wondering, is this working? Is this working? Stop, please. Aren't you tired of that old way? Yes, it's working, obviously. Why? Because you're humble. No, because you're allowing it. You're allowing it. It's working. You could question yourself all day long. Is that the way you want to continue living? Or say, it's working. The graceful shift, rebalancing in the body, mind, spirit. It's working. That's Mirab. Ah, I don't have to do anything. Crossing the Atlantean line. Thirteen eras later, here we are. The time that you envisioned, oh, you didn't know the date, didn't matter. It was more about the potential. Gliding over that line. Into real feeling, the type of feeling that was expressed earlier today about enlightenment. You didn't have to go mental. You expressed through your feelings. Freedom. It's also the opportunity to live your dreams. We talked about that with many of you before. Not just dreaming your dreams, but actually living them, being in them. 
bringing them here, experiencing the dream. No longer a separation between this thing you know as a human and your dreams, where they come together. Allowing, and there's nothing you have to do to get there, other than to allow it. That's the best thing. No secrets, no mysteries, no thousand dollars. It's coming back to you, coming back to you, who you are. I love watching some of you right now. I'm starting to get it. Some of you still saying, "Am I doing this right?" Some of you saying, "I really have to get up and use the bathroom, but Adamus will follow me in." Some of you hungry. An interesting thing. Some of you are wondering if you're really ready for it or, or worthy. Worthy. It's very interesting. Well, of course you're ready if you want to be, and of course you're never going to be worthy if you keep thinking like that. Cross the Atlantean line. Cross the Atlantean line. You don't have to ask yourself if you're worthy. That question is absolutely irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. It's simply a matter. Is this something you're choosing? That's it. So listen as the music of the Mirab plays on.
crossing the Atlantean line, beyond the mind, vast new potentials awaiting. We don't have to think about them, wonder what's really there, or if you're ready. No, we're going to go exploring. We're going to go experiencing. There will be shifts. There will be times when. Would it feel awkward or odd? Because you're shifting from one level to the other. You're changing. As we go into this in our next series, just take a deep breath. Do some mirabs from time to time, but allow these shifts to take place. Good. Thank you, Johan. Good mirabi music. Now with that, it is time for the blessings, the love of Archangel Michael to come with us, to be with us here. I don't often have guests here in the Chambre Theater.、Uh, once in a while, but、uh, no, I like my time of <coughs> being with you. We have a lot to work to do.、I、like to keep pushing it through, but I especially like how. Uh, Michael and Robert Tice and Coco bring the energies together, bring this、uh, beautiful energy of Michael through to all of you. A- and I do want to point out that、uh, this lectern that we have here is truly a gift of the families of Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael, of Yeshua, indeed. And Metatron. So, this is this is yours. Thank you. And with that, an honor to share this stage with Archangel Michael. Thank you.、Hmm. Thank you. Curator, you left your book. Oh, it's for you to read. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Good、yes. Information in there for、yes. you, Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Which have you recommend, one, dude? Yes,、uh, I like、uh, Alchemy of Light and Dark. Absolutely. Is one of my favorite. Yes.、Uh, absolutely. Yes. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Greetings. How do I be with you, without the sword? Are you done allowing me to fight your demons for you? Is it really that time that we could be so free to know that there's nothing out there or within you you need fear ever again? Are you ready for that freedom? Indeed, this is the group. This is the group at the forefront of such a freedom. For. My dear friend and master teacher Adamus has presented and shared with you a variety of products, services, programs. But alas, I am not an archangel. Indeed. Simply an ascended master. Indeed. <laughs> Which you remind me of all the time. Indeed. But、and、I do you, have a nice robe. Yeah. Hmm. And a book. <laughs> But with this group, 
after all the teachings, all the dancing and all the celebration, can we really finally make this real? The energy, the dimension, the experience, the love for life itself to become the new lovers of life? Do you have that love for yourself to be that? Indeed, as the Dhammas has been sharing with you, to stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about love. I am absolutely in love with you, or I wouldn't be here. For is this not a rather boring type of experience if you're not in love with life? Stop dragging me along. This is the time, and you are the group. There is no one else in front of you. Is that a burden or a joy? Indeed. Is it a burden or a joy? Indeed. It is my joy then to serve the new creators. For that is who I look at. Those that had the courage to go into a journey, an adventure, an experience, to discover something that no one else has discovered minus all the ascended masters. But they too are absolutely in love with you. They can't help but be in love with you, just as you are. And it would break their heart as it would break my heart if you chose to turn your back to this type of freedom, a freedom that places you always at the forefront of your own creations, always. How bold of a step. How bold of a step. Is there such a love in this room for that boldness? We see it. We see it. And we understand in the blink of an eye you would wish it all to be true. And yet your body would not be able to integrate. Your mind would indeed become even crazier. (laughs) But you have the wisdom and the love to allow for this to integrate. But is there tomorrow to make this choice truly real? Does tomorrow exist for this experience? Are you going to wait for tomorrow? Indeed. Indeed. And you're going to stop asking me to fight the creatures that you created. Hmm. With this group, I lay my sword down. Why? Hmm. Not because, as my partner suspects, I might be developing carpal tunnel. Indeed. I lay my sword down out of the deepest respect to now co-create with you consciously, not above you, for you gave birth to me as an archangel. All that I am, you are. Now own it. Own it. Breathe that potential in as if it was real. Even if your mind questions, how could I be this? 
for all the books and all the teachings have suggested otherwise. Look up above you and there you will find something greater than yourself. But we look down upon you and see the greatness. We see it. Now stop hiding from it. Now, my question, truly my question, how do you want me to serve you, creators? The sword is down. No more battles. It's not about light and dark. There's nothing out there we need fear. How can I serve you? Speak. Up here. Volunteer first. Indeed. I get a mic too? You get anything you want. Thank you. Do you prefer a different color? At the lectern, please. I'd like to ride upon your wings and see what you see. No, no. No? Would you like to ride upon my wings and see what I see? What if the wings never existed? But are we willing to take flight together? In your words. To journey and to fly and to see and to experience and to be and to breathe. To feel. Yes. Now, are you really wanting this freedom? Let me demonstrate. May I touch your body? Yes. You cannot have it. Respond. You're not even touching me. I am gone. I'm done. Hmm. You touch the legs. May he touch your body. Hold her legs. You want to walk? You cannot. I can't. I'm already walking. I don't need my body to walk. You're in your body. This whole transformation happens not in a concept, but as a physical experience. How does it feel to be denied the freedom to walk? I'm not, though. I'm not denied the freedom to walk. Walk. How does it feel? He's a beautiful man. An ideal public servant. But he's going to be stuck to you the rest of your life. Please, don't, don't, don't harm the lectern. We just want to demonstrate. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you. But we want to demonstrate. You must want this freedom. Who else is clinging to you? Who else are you allowing to cling to you in the name of what? You must take it and say no to those who are uncomfortable or, as Adamus has been speaking, it is simply not their time. Perhaps in your lifetime, those that your heart is so deeply connected to from a place of compassion, they'll never get it. Are you willing to compromise your freedom for their timing? But are you willing to be a living example for all of humanity that wants to know, is there something that's outside all the dogma that's been stuffed down our throats? Indeed. 
indeed. So, you are the new spirit freedom walkers, the new living creators, the new shamans, the priestess reborn, the priest without a sermon. Ah, oh, doesn't that feel wonderful? <laughs> no offense. The priest without a sermon. Just walking freedom. Just the consciousness to be that alive. This is the time today in this moment. This is the time to own this. Does the freedom have to become channeled for it to be real? Can you speak on behalf of your own divinity and own it and remember it? Indeed. Indeed. Another volunteer. Perhaps this direction. Right in front of us. Bob is very upset. He's got three days on the road left with her. How do I serve you, dear? How do you serve me? Priestess? You really do want to drive three days with me? (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. You speak on behalf of a lineage born of a gender that has outworn itself. You speak of a sovereignty that has not been realized. You live a state of grace that has been denied. How may I serve you as the new creator? I think the best way to serve me is to trust that I can do that myself. Thank you. Thank you. Another volunteer. Ah, we have one already. Indeed. I knew this was coming. I'm not as polite as Adamus. How do I serve you? It's allowing me to be all that I am. So be it. So be it. It's this easy, is it not? Yes, actually. Can we not just now dance together? Celebrate together? Do we have to maintain this facade between physical and the etheric realms? Indeed. Indeed. Then shall we open it up to general questions? Feel one over here. Um, what came to me as you were talking about serving was in joy and just 
the fairy realms and just seeing things and feeling things. Um, it's been so magical. Yes. Yes. Now play with that magic with even those that look mm, unaware and too dense to feel and to know. See them as fairies that simply have lost their way. And stop waiting for them then to become more of what you already are in order to give yourself permission to really take flight here. For it just might not be their time, but it is your time. Absolutely. What is this that Adamus has that you are lacking? <laughs> <laughs> Really, what is it that Adamus has that you are lacking? Now, come on, let's be honest. <coughs> the realization of experience. Yes, but we've already agreed. The experience begins now for you. Yes. And what else is lacking? You're right. Only the realization. Yes. And yet it begins now? Yes. Wouldn't it be more fun to dance with this character? After the barbecue. <laughs> Indeed. He's a rather good dancer. He's demonstrating a freedom that you deny yourself. He's demonstrating a freedom that is your birthright. He's demonstrating it from both a place of comedy and grace. And he's offering you the opportunity to fall in love with what he has already fallen in love with. Now, it begins now with the next breath. And then it's done. You're done. And then come together to celebrate what you choose consciously to breathe. The potential. The potential without knowing what that becomes. You and I have done grand battle together. <laughs> and you will develop carpal tunnel. <laughs> Let's pass it around. Thank you. What am I doing? Closer to the mouth. Yes. What's the question? It's your question. I have the answers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes, it feels so good just to stand tall, to feel your spine supporting your entire body, all the history that you've been carrying, all the pain, 
all the disguises you've worn. I'm ready to let those go. Indeed, that is so strong, that spine. It will support that body. Your legs are strong, your body is firm. It just wants to dance now. That's I'm all ready. it wants to do. I'm ready. Yes. Yes. Where? <laughs> Throughout our many discussions that we've had together Indeed. over many millennia, who's doing the most talking, you or my grand self? <laughs> <sighs> Who do you want to believe is doing the most talking? The grand self. Then believe but it. But then, then, are you willing to act on what you hear to be your truth and own to be your truth and claim that to be your truth and not listen to all the background noise that comes in that suggests that's not you, that asks the question, who's speaking? Yes. Do you want that freedom to have that kind of clarity? He's got it. <laughs> He's had it for a long time. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> yes, was it not Tobias who listened to my bird sounds in his own imprisonment? Yes. And what, dear fellow, were you saying to me with the same Tweety Birds? Caught in your crystal? 100,000 years. Have I told you the story? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it had four letters repeating over and over again. <laughs> so we've made that clear. Mm -hmm. You've made a choice. And you breathe that in to make that consciously a part of what you're doing what you're believing, what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, and then we move on. Yes. You're done. Two, then, ascended masters just beginning to manifest it into a physical reality because you choose to make it real here. He's demonstrating a freedom that very, very few have chosen to really embody that you can have your cake and eat it too. You can be here in physical and enjoy the etherics. Or were the etherics truly that boring that you had to come here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, more questions. And let's include Adamus. I would like to hear both of you to talk to the difference and the empowerment or the disempowerment between caretaking and compassioning. Yes. If you're willing to caretake for yourself, that is a profound state of compassion. If you're caretaking for others, 
who are using your life as a support system, then what do you call that? Uh, exactly. Uh, it, it is very easy to get caught in this whole uh, feeding trap. Uh, and there's others who simply want your energy. They want uh, to take that. So it really depends on why you're doing it. And why, why would you choose to do this? Caretaking. Compassion, sorrow, uh, healing. Um, Having been in the same role, perhaps in the past, uh, as the one needed to be taken care of, and now coming back to care caretake. So, wh what is it that brings this out in you? Don't know. No. Do you enjoy it? Sometimes. When don't you enjoy it? When you feel tired, exhausted, wondering if it's really helping? When the effect is that it interferes with other people's simplicity and yes. empowerment rather than giving them back themselves. Yes. And th there's a time when any of, all of you have been caretakers in one form or the other, your, your families, or perhaps your profession, but when you've taken care of others, one of the difficult things was going from being the energy holder and the caretaker to the energy pioneer and, and pirate. Uh, very difficult because there is still part of you that, that feels very compassionate about that role and loves that. Uh, part of you that feels a little selfish about doing this enlightenment thing all for yourself. Uh, but I would have to say that any of you who are actively involved in caretaking, there come a point when you need to move out of that to take care of yourself. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Good. I think we have time for three more. more. Three more. Three more. A question. Uh, <laughs> um, my question would be uh, I am not. Uh, remembering all the other realms. Yes. I know they are there. Is that important in my enlightenment? <laughs> Thanks. It's only important for you to remember how it feels to be connected to the other realms. And as you trust the feeling of that <coughs> connection, the information without any clue to your mind will seem to download into your own awareness as becoming then real. But if you would trust the feeling, trust the feeling, the connection here between Caldra and Adamus would not have developed if Caldra simply didn't trust eventually the feeling of this relationship so that Adamus could tell you about the other realms. And so the gift that's being demonstrated is a gift that's being shared with you. It is also your birthright. We want all of you up here so that we can sit here to listen to your wisdom. After a while, we don't have any more words to tell you. We're going to run out of stories. <laughs> 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 
Uh, and the other thing to bear in mind is, uh, let, let's, let's do a little uh, shift in the whole concept of other realms. Uh, there, <laughs> there really are not other realms. There is this realm, whether it is perceived with a very narrow focus or a very broad focus. It's really all the same realm. Always was, always will be. So uh, it's about taking a deep breath and feeling free to uh, perceive into the greater areas of this realm. Let's not think about them being up there and down here or anything like that. Definitely, uh, I don't know about you, Mike, but I am not a fan of dimensions, uh, one, two, three, four, uh, like that. It's kind of all the same. It's what are you allowing yourself to boldly perceive? Now, because humans have been limited or contained within a certain level of perception, when they open up, it feels uncomfortable. They get vertigo. They feel they're going out of their mind. Their body starts puking and crapping and doing all these other things, and they feel very uncomfortable. But that's just a, a, an adjustment into the broadness of this realm. I don't like when we get into all these other dimensions and realms. It creates even more separation. It's how big are you willing to breathe into this realm? Eh? Yes. What what a great T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Indeed. (laughs) We're a little hard of hearing. Creator. It's been a long time. Question? Answer? Good. Think we're done. That's <laughs> a bit odd. Yes. How do you get away with Paul, that? Go ahead. Hmm. I think we'll have to do it again. Uh. <laughs> Stepping out of the mind. Yes. Speak about it. And I have to clean up after him. Which one got him out of the mind? (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect. Uh, Let me ask Paul, why are you in the mind? What's what's the story? What's the story? There is no story. Okay. Why the mind? Well, at one time it was comfortable. Yeah. But no no longer. Okay. And and, uh, where to next? Beyond the mind. Yeah, but, yeah. Where is that going to take you? 
Into the heart. Maybe. Yeah. But, but the, um, I, I would say it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You trust yourself. It doesn't matter. Go uh, out of the, the mind, beyond the uh, limitations. It doesn't matter because it's going to be grand. It's going to be grand. Yeah. Good. So stop thinking about going out of the mind. <laughs> awesome. Good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of very mental, if you haven't noticed, uh, very mental uh, energies. And uh, if you can feel there's kind of a heaviness in the room, tightness in the room, sleepiness, uh, it should be a time of celebrating, but still thinking about it. So what's happening right now? There's an underlying shift going on. And who knows? You might go home tonight and have a terrible headache. Yeah, yeah. Or, well, but why not? It was just indicative of something going on. Or you may be just terribly confused. What, what happened at the hall today with Shambra? I don't, I don't get it. You're going to try to make sense, as you might be doing right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That shift is, is occurring. Why? Because you're letting it. Yes. Good. One more. Really good question. Really amazing question. Does this mean that does this mean that since Jeffrey channels Adamus and I don't know your name but you channel Michael does Robert. this mean thank you Robert does this mean that we're all going to let go and channel a bunch of other people Let's stop channeling I don't want to be channeled I want to be embraced as also being an aspect of Robert I also want to be embraced as an aspect of you. Can we just stop creating the separation? There'll come a time here when channeling is not appropriate. Do you think Jeffrey will lack the wisdom? <laughs> no, but I know I talk about it or think about it a lot. Think about it, Ron. Is the integration of yes. my of my Higher self, grander self, right. lower grander self, self, middle self, all self, right. God self, God self, conscious creator self, something that the human just can't figure out before the integration occurs. So can we stop? Otherwise, what's going to happen? Well, the separation continues. Indeed. And the pain and the suffering and the lack of, what is it that you're lacking that he already embodies? Nothing. Well, you're except, asking... Except for the, the, the question about the separation part. So does that mean that Jeffrey goes away and Adama stays? Well, let's hope does, not. I mean, these are, these are questions that come up. And so... Not that potential. I, I know, but it's a question. Uh, imagine, again, we're, we're going to... We're going to focus. We're going to be the potentials that, uh, the, that could not necessarily have been imagined in the Atlantean mind. Uh, that's why today we're crossing that line. You're not going to need channels like this uh, as we do it now. 
because you're going to be in a group and you're either you're going to be at the lectern sharing with each other and laughing with each other, or an entity will appear and you're going to be able to see it. And right now you say, but I don't know how to do that and uh, how does that happen? Don't we need somebody to facilitate it? No, an entity will appear. in, in perhaps not in physical form, but in their energy form, and you'll be able to see that entity and hear it. And that entity is not necessarily going to be here to tell you how to do it, uh, but will share with uh, some of the ways uh, that they are doing things and uh, listening to how you are doing them. So let's clear all the old ways of thinking out of the table. Let's not think like Atlanteans. And anymore. And that's why I needed Indeed. to ask and the question. Absolutely. I just Absolutely. So let's take a deep breath. Yes, the hour has come, the minute has come, the time has come for us to take a cross, a walk over that Atlantean line. Beyond the mental, I'll be probing you, I'll be prodding you to stop thinking like an Atlantean, to open up to dreams and potentials. What maybe today in that mind you might think is crazy, what you're going to come to realize is not at all. You want to do it, this thing, enlightenment, because it is a grand challenge, very rewarding, highly stimulating, breaks out of the old human mold because you can, because you've spent a thousand or more lifetimes on Earth. You want to do it uh, just to do it. And as you do, it will make a tremendous difference in the consciousness of this planet. All uh, All of the consciousness and the energy that you're putting out will go and be made available for the potential of others. Let's take a deep breath together as we cross that Atlantean line, as we go into the new potentials that aren't linear, that aren't limited. Let's take a deep breath and give thanks to Archangel Mikael, to Robert, to Coca, for being here in the Chambre Theatre. Let's take a deep breath for all of the entities and for you. And when you walk out of here, when you leave this energy, and you wonder what it's all about, if you're doing it right, when it will come to be, and any of those other questions, you take a deep breath and you say to yourself, all is well in all of creation. Party on, Chambra. Party on. Thank you. Thank you.